0: think so hello everybody and welcome to the mix pixel podcast it might sound a little different this week uh uh jose is out this weekend but rob and i uh are here recording over the internet i uh, say hello rob to our to our dear viewers our, li- our, our dear listeners uh <laughs> we're we're doing this over discord um you know in terms of in terms of like R- recording audio podcasts over great distances, uh, if you want to call our, our um, travel time between our own homes a great <laughs> distance. Uh, a lot of people will record their own audio and send the files, but this is not going to be a reoccurring thing. So um, fast and loose uh, this week on the Mixed Pixel podcast. Ooh, um, so if any anything sounds bad, if anything you know sucks, uh, you're going to have to bear with it for this week, um, hopefully. Um, hmm. But yeah, so how are you doing, Rob? How's, how's it going over there at, at your apartment? Uh well now that I open the
1: windows, it's actually very
0: nice. Nice.
1: It is like eighty degrees today or something. It's,
0: it's getting nice. I wonder if it's gonna be permanent.
1: Okay, it's like seventy degrees, but that's close. My, my, it's close my enough. phone says the whole week's like sixty to
0: eighty. Round which up. Is totally crap at me. Round yeah. up <laughs> um, but yeah, uh Mixed Pixel Podcast, we're here to talk about some video games. Uh the first thing I want to talk about, um it, <laughs> we were just talking about it before I hit record uh is uh Persona 5 came out this this past week and um that's a big deal cuz it is uh another giant PS4 exclusive and another giant release. Uh, I know it's cliche to keep saying that but another giant release for 2017 and one that is reviewing very well and one that is being received uh very positively. I mean this was not unexpected cuz it did very well in Japan. Um and it's already eclipsed like a million and a half sales already in its first week, which is huge for for Persona. It's always been a niche game that's either been relegated to like the end of the PS2's life or the fucking Vita. So um, <laughs> Persona is finally on a console that is in the prime of its life and in front of a uh, market that is ready to accept. Um the the um I'm I'm going to say two words here Rob that I never thought I'd say on a podcast the husbandos husband I can't say it the husbandos and waifus um the, 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 <laughs> Oh
1: man that's good. The
0: general public has been exposed now to that um but unfortunately for those of you who might not know what a persona game plays like and would like to see that firsthand from one of your favorite streamers Atlas is making it a bit tough Um, on you guys out there, um, the Atlas, uh, streaming and video policy that they released this week. Um, you've seen that Rob, I know you've seen it, but this is like, um, like, like the, the producers yelling in my ear, like make conversation, um, (laughs) to make it sound like we didn't talk about this for 20 minutes before I hit record. (laughs) Have you heard about this? Have you heard about this streaming policy, Rob? Have you heard about it? What do you think? I've uh, heard a little bit about that. <laughs> um th- there's some interesting things about this they they set out guidelines as to what you can and can't show in video and what you can and can't do um on Twitch uh and the uh interesting thing about this is that the whole point of this and and I totally respect where the where the heart is in this in this scenario they don't want the game spoiled on people um they don't want people to accidentally maybe wander into a stream of one of their favorite content producers and see something they shouldn't and you know like i I understand but the the fact of the matter is is that people who don't want to be spoiled on persona are not going to go watch a stream of persona Um, Mm -hmm. people who don't want to see plot spoilers for persona are not going to go to youtube and i'm gonna watch a let's play like no one's the only people watching the Twitch stream for Persona are people who know for a fact they're going to be spoiled. Like, like I'm not going to go into a Twitch stream of Persona, see a spoiler, and go, well, fucking thanks, pal! Like, you yeah. know? You know um, I think the biggest thing is uh, no one's going around posting
1: video spoilers around. Like, if you're going to get spoiled on the game, it's because some ass is going to mark his spoilers yeah. in yep. a thread. Yep. Unmarked spoilers tweet. And those, in a and those tweet. spoilers have been around for months because the game's been out Yes this isn't protecting anyone from spoilers. Um,
0: it's it's just kind of making a muddled mess I think of uh of the streaming landscape around this game. And and, and it's a PR nightmare cuz a lot of big streamers and a lot of big content producers kind of came out against it because it is a and, and this is why this is why it's really strange, okay? I am going to read you a little bit of of what the the press release says. Um for the, for the video section, now you're only allowed to post video content and stream up to now the way persona games work is there's a calendar. And you progress through Mm -hmm. each day, day by day, uh, month by month. And they limit your video and streams up until July 7th in-game. That is the last date that you can stream or make videos on. Um, And then once you reach that point, that is the point of no return. Um, So under the video content section of this press release, they say you can post however many additional videos you'd like, um, like, in addition to up to 7-7. But please limit each to be at most 90 minutes long. It's so, okay. I don't think anyone posts videos longer than that anyway. Um, and no yeah. major story spoilers, and I'll leave that up to your good judgment. If you need some guidelines, avoid showing, spoiling these segments. And then they go into detail, um, not specific detail, but they list to you th- four things that you def- – oh, no, five things that you definitely should not show in your videos, I... which, which are, coincidentally, spoilers.
1: <laughs> nah, fuck that.
0: <laughs> so, um, thanks. Uh, so if you're trying like most people aren't going to beat the game and
1: then decide to stream it
0: no and what's weird about so this so they're just
1: straight up reading spoilers in this yeah
0: they're like hey if you're planning on making videos on Persona which if you're a fan of the Persona series and maybe you have a YouTube channel what's about Persona or maybe you're planning on making a playthrough and you want to find out what you can do like it's not like the onus here is not on the breeder like they didn't warn you that they were about to just like like no major story spoilers and I'll leave it up to your good judgment end it there Like, don't you don't need to tell anybody if you're only letting me stream up to a certain date? Don't show me, like, uh, let, like, so the people reading this, and and the thing is, this wasn't an email or anything sent to content producers, this was posted publicly on their blog. This was a post that they put out on their Twitter, and the title was a note on Persona 5 and streaming. So then, I'm like, this, these rules don't just apply to anybody these apply or, or I mean they don't just apply to streamers and video like the big guys these these apply to anybody so like if I'm yeah. Joe Joe Miller um I work at the <laughs> mill and I come uh and I come home and I want to stream Persona like, I got to follow these guidelines, so I have to read this post. And I'm so excited right. about Persona. So they're going to see these guidelines. They're going to see these spoilers. They're going to see these things that are listed in this post. And so, like, it isn't like, a oh, this was only emailed to the PR guys for Giant Bomb or the PR guys for IGN. Here's what you guys can show on your website. No, these, this is a straight up, hey, guys, if you're making videos, here's what you can't show. Um, Fucking thank you for telling me what I can't show. Um, Jesus like I, I mean, so, okay, that's one thing. Um, now, the streaming content. And this is where it gets hilarious to me. The wording in this is hilarious. Not, not only the wording, but the, the format in which it is typed cracks me the fuck up. Because some of it is in all caps, BOLDED. Okay? And you're going to know what part that is, by the way I say <laughs> it. Okay? Uh, okay. So, under streaming content... This being a Japanese title... Okay, now this is fucking weird. Ready for this? This being a Japanese title with a single playthrough story means our masters in Japan are very wary about it. Who the fuck are the masters? (laughs) The masters. (laughs) What does that mean, dude? (laughs) I mean, obviously it means the people who made the game, but like...
1: The Masters of Japan.
0: Is the person who wrote this a submissive? Like, like <laughs> this being a Japanese title with a single playthrough story, which obviously means, I mean, you play through it once, you've seen all the twists, you've seen all the turns, like, you know, some impact is lost on a second playthrough, whatever. But it means our masters in Japan are very wary about it. Sharing is currently blocked through the native PS4 UI. However, if you do plan on streaming... The video guidelines above apply, except length, which means obviously you you can stream long within 90 minutes. Your video wasn't, like, with the videos, they can only be 90 minutes, but your stream can be like 7 hours, whatever. Now, if you decide to stream past 7-7, I highly recommend not doing this. You have been warned. You do so at the risk of being issued a content ID claim or worse, a suspension. That being said, Persona 5 is a super special case for us, and we're in an ongoing discussion about how our policies may evolve in the future. Thanks for reading, and good luck in the metaverse. What the it's... fuck? What the fuck, dude? <laughs> Jesus Christ, this is a straight up <laughs> And That's the part that's all caps, bolded, like... <laughs> If you stream past these guidelines, you're probably going to die. You've been warned, motherfucker. Our masses in Japan are going to swoop on down and take you to hell. Like, holy crap, man. So, so the whole the whole yes. post is the whole post is threatening. Not only do they threaten you with the with the live if you're a streamer with the livelihood of your job, but they they straight up toss spoilers in your face. Um. Now these spoilers that they post, like no major story spoilers, obviously take place before that in-game date cutoff. So these aren't ending spoilers. These aren't like whatever. But there's still moments in the game that they obviously think are important enough um, to not be shared. To not be shared. So like I, I these games aren't always about the ending. Like Persona games are long adventures. They have lots of surprises and moments. So, So to start talking about now they didn't put them in detail. Like I don't know anything about these things I don't know anything about this reporter I got whatever like you know the the details will still be a surprise but it's the fact that now when I approach this I'm going to kind of okay something's definitely about to happen now because I know you know it's mm-hmm. so I mean it's it's I I'm not going to put this on the PR guys at Atlas um they're doing their job as public relations they don't they don't make these decisions um when especially when they're referencing masters in Japan this is obviously the decision of the masters uh whoever these masters are are calling these shots they're pulling the strings and they decided uh, to be
1: called masters themselves. Yeah
0: <laughs> oh in in the PR statement uh could you please call us masters like wh- <laughs> please refer to me as the master um, like wow man it's really strange I I've, I've never seen this happen for a game like this um ever uh there probably have been cases where there's been like strict embargoes on what you can and can't show but that's mostly pre-release stuff as far as mm-hmm. i know like you can stream breath of the wild in its entirety and shigeru miyamoto is not gonna come it on your door and and start ripping off your credit cards and stealing your livelihood away you know like like it's strange yeah. man like you you don't see you don't see um uh the, the Square Enix coming at you for streaming Final Fantasy, you know. So, like, I can understand if this was pre-release stuff. Like, okay, before release, we gave you guys preview copies. If you want to show some streams, here's what you can and can't show. And then that yeah, information absolutely. is only between Atlas and the streamer because that's embargo information. You don't these
1: rules. Like, if these rules like, oh, going to be out in the real world at all, maybe like in Japan before North American release, and even then, it's still extreme.
0: Yeah. Um... Now it just.
1: Makes sense. Apparently
0: they did some things, uh, some guidelines with Japan. I was talking to a guy on Neogaf about it, and he said like they kind of had similar rules in Japan.
1: Okay. Um,
0: uh But but because because I, I, I messaged a guy about it, I'm like, hey man, like are these big spoilers in this post? Like am I am I fucked now? And he's like, no nah, no, nah, I wouldn't worry about those too much, but. Um, they did a similar thing in Japan and, and, you know, it, it made people suspicious, but in the end it didn't really make, it wasn't really that big of a stink. Um, mm-hmm. but, but still, I mean, you know, it's, it's just, it's just a little funny to me that that's the only reason I bring it up like in that regard is that it's so funny to me that this whole, this whole ordeal is to prevent people from being spoiled. And then write in this post are things that a lot of people yeah. probably don't want to know. You know, some people are probably fine. Like some people don't know the the specifics, so they don't consider it a spoiler. But there's probably a lot of people who like don't want to know this stuff. So, um, they should have at least prefaced in bold. Like, if you don't, if you if you're not sure what um, would constitute a major story spoiler, here below are some examples. Read at your own discretion. Don't just fucking put it in the same sentence. Yeah. It's in the same line. There's no line break. There's no extra bull. It's just right there. It's like, oh, okay. Even, a-
1: even Atlas doesn't know how to mark their spoilers. God,
0: yeah, nobody knows how to mark spoilers, dude. Um. So that's interesting. So, so it's weird. I, I'm wondering, do you, Rob, do you think this will last? Do you think this policy will stay in, within the next two weeks? Do you think Atlas will bring this back?
1: Um, I think it's a possibility. They're getting a lot of bad press for what looks like an actually great game.
0: Yeah, and that's the bummer. Is the the game is fantastic, uh, and like some of now they have this press. I mean, I think the goodness of the game is clouding this um situation like nobody's really mm-hmm. like it's there and a lot of streamers are pissed uh but like uh in terms of it like damaging the reputation it's not so much happening but it's a bummer because the more eyes that see this game that equals more sales i mean granted they can still stream it but p- potentially having your account suspended who's gonna wanna who's gonna exactly. who's it's, gonna it's gonna, not worth the risk yeah who's gonna want to know
1: how long a suspension could take like that's money that they make a lot of streamers, that's their livelihood, and you can't just risk playing a game that's going to cut off your source of income.
0: Strange, man. It's there's a strange scenario. Um, that was that was probably the biggest, uh, outside of what we've been playing, one of the bigger topics I want to talk about. Um, mm-hmm. so is there anything anything on anything you've seen in the headlines, Rob? That, that uh, that um, just s- just a minor you? thing,
1: uh, Dishonored 2 has a free oh, trial, yeah,
0: mail. that's really cool, and I that's
1: I mean. That sounds like it might be a bad thing like maybe the sales weren't as good as they wanted.
0: That's mm-hmm. yeah, better. It's, been, it's been a while. It might be like, hey, let's get more.
1: It's it's not necessarily. Yeah. I and I hope I hope but I I, I very highly recommend it. It was one of my favorite games from a year full of amazing mm-hmm. games last year. And um it's a free draw, so download it, give it a shot and then awesome. buy the first one because it's very much related to the first one. Yeah. Yeah. But the first one's also still a really great game. I just think it's really worth playing. That's all.
0: Awesome! Yeah, that's really great. I wish I wish more games would do demos. Like, I mean, like, cause like it says free trial. Is it, does it? Um, is it only up uh, on yeah. the store for a certain amount of time, or um,
1: can be downloaded?
0: Uh you can upgrade to the
1: full game. Cool. I think it gives you like the first level or something. Cool. Like, sure, the, so, the game in the first level probably. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Yeah.
0: Involved, but. uh demos are are nice. They're a forgotten art. Uh, mm-hmm. In the world, I used to love going on like the 360 and looking at demos and like, like especially back then. I, I mean, back then I didn't have access to be able to just buy games at will, but like, so I was like, oh, yeah. what's, what what can I play for free today? Like you know, and like, oh, that's a good demo. I guess I'm not, you know, and like that's all I needed uh, back then. But like, I mean, de- there's demos there's nice. demos
1: I used to play over and over again. God of War two, that wasn't even a long demo. Nice. I played that demo so many times because it was the demo came out before the game was out.
0: Mm-hmm. I used to play and So I was just
1: anxiously waiting for that game I'd play that demo like every day
0: I used to play the demo for I used to have his demo disc and I had a demo for mm-hmm. Tomb Raider 1 and the demo wasn't any of the game the demo was just you walking around the Croft mansion and oh I yeah used... yeah I used to spend like three hours a day just running around the mansion and having the butler follow me around um, <laughs> and that was it that was what that was what Kid Bill used to do for fun. That reminds uh,
1: me of an old there was this old uh, Namco museum game. They made a tons up ton of them. Mm-hmm. I think they made five, like one for each letter in Namco. Yeah. Oh, cool. And it just had a bunch of Namco like games in it. It was cool. It was for like the PS1 or the PS2 or something. But there was also like an, an overworld for some reason that you could walk around huh. and like visit things from these games. I always thought that was really cool.
0: That is really cool. It's not
1: actually related to a demo or anything. I just thought it was a neat yeah, Yeah, know, yeah.
0: It's something that like like right now, like you know, would I mess around with that for three hours? But I, but when you're smaller, like you just do whatever the fuck. Like you you know, mm-hmm. uh, I would just I would spend a lot of time in demos. I played the first level of of the Rapper like 50 times. I never played the real game. <laughs> um, I just <laughs> and now's now's the time. Yeah, they got the remaster <laughs> out there. I can I can start prapping and rapping and and uh, kick, <laughs> kick chop punch all that good stuff. But yeah, I th- I think we could talk a little bit about what we've been playing. Uh, you know, um, in terms of news. Um there's that there's that fuzzy stuff with gearbox but they that's solved already so mm-hmm. um uh you think I I do want to bring this up um not specifically about that um uh controversy but you would think that all these these corporations and 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 these publishers and and people who who like have these jobs for a living would like research things before they go ahead and sign deals. Eh, like, I'm sure maybe for mm-hmm. both Gearbox and G two two A that deal was lucrative, um, and it was like for Gearbox probably the most beneficial deal to take on their end business wise, um, public relations wise certainly not. But also it isn't it isn't like it's this like hidden information locked away under an undercroft somewhere that G two A are scumbags. Like that information is very publicly available and has yeah and has been headline controversy before, like for months. Mm-hmm. So like I I just want to know like when these companies do these things, they like sign these deals or they sponsor a, a certain streamer or they or they do something that's controversial, um with a controversial party. Like, do they have anybody at all in these buildings? Like that uh, that, that like fact check anything that research anything like like. Is there nobody at Gearbox who's like, hey, maybe we shouldn't do that? Like, like who stands up? I, and, like, I don't like. It's so weird to me that like it's so. Odd. As soon as anybody sees that headline, they go, "Oh, that's a scum deal." Like, you yeah. tell me nobody at Gearbox. Immediately. That's yeah. the
1: first thought, and they still decided to try it. Like, God damn it! Like, <laughs> I mean, it's just it's just kind of that company. Like, seriously, just go and look at Randy Pitchford's Twitter account.
0: Yeah, it's a mess. And, You
1: know, you you scroll long enough, and it's just not.
0: Good. Gearbox's public public uh, opinion isn't the highest. Um, I mean, Battleborn soured it. Alien Colonial Marines soured it. Alien mm. Colonial Marines took Randy Pitchford down a few pegs um, in terms of what people think of him. That game alone. Yeah. Um, and then and then after that, they couldn't afford to have a situation like Battleborn, and they did. Um, and whether that yeah, game's I I, good, the game's quality yeah. is is. Mm. Like not even like in the discussion. I'm sure it's a great game. I'm sure it plays well. You've played it. And what's crazy? Like
1: their next move. Like they sat in a business meeting and said, "All right, Battleborn's just not doing well. There's not too much we can yeah. do about it anymore. What can we do? Let's remaster." <laughs> <Bulletstorm>. <laughs> I like Bulletstorm. I think it's Same. a cool game. It's a fun game. I'm not interested in buying a remaster. Like, and if I am, certainly not at full price.
0: Strange. Yeah, I'll I'll pick it up for twenty bucks. It's just a strange
1: next step for Gearbox.
0: I mean, they're obviously making Borderlands three, and it's. It's been a while, so it's obviously going to be a bigger game. Um, but they need that announcement, and they need that buzz as soon as they possibly mm-hmm. can get it. Because like, I mean, they're clearly
1: working on woo. it. You can see on on his Twitter right now that yeah. he's clearly working on mocap yeah. for uh, uh, Borderlands 3. He was 3, a but... psycho
0: something or whatever in his Yeah, yeah.
1: but who knows when we're going to see that. Yeah.
0: If it's not at E3, then they're making a mistake, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, they need to tease it at least at E3. Even um, Yep,
1: even a teaser. Especially with Destiny really. 2
0: around the bend, like... Any, yeah, other, Destiny, Destiny any other Destiny really
1: covers that yeah. loot-based hmm? co-op gameplay. I mean, remember the first gameplay I saw of Destiny. It's like, oh, it's like a cool, like sci-fi. Yeah, I mean, Borderlands is sci-fi, but you know what I mean. Uh, Borderlands, and it's a little different than that. Obviously, now that it's out, but it feels it, it scratches that itch that Borderlands does.
0: Any, uh, in like, a lot of the same ways. Any, any like loot shooter or any loot game in general is going to just instantly get pushed to the wayside. In September, like Destiny Two is mm-hmm. going to eclipse. Destiny 2 is going to take the mindshare, I think, of anybody who likes Luke. Destiny 2 is going to be massive. Um, Destiny 1 sold a lot, and Destiny 1's population was massive, you know, for the entire duration of its life. But, like, Destiny 2 is going to be even bigger. It's because it's also hitting PC. Um, It's also after the public opinion of Destiny is much higher than it's ever been, I think. Like, people genuinely care for it now, and that's on a part of Bungie's effort. Um, So... Yeah, Destiny 2 is going to be the game in the fall. That that not to mention you got three huge.
1: separate studios working together yeah. on this game. Like you have, that's a lot of fucking people. It's going to be a big game.
0: It, I I'm excited to see more of that game. So, we'll mm-hmm. um gameplay think, uh, reveal in May. 1 month. 1 month to cool. the gameplay reveal. I look forward to talking about that here. Uh mm-hmm. speaking of gameplay, Rob. Speaking of speaking of, speaking of gameplay. <laughs> you've been playing a game called Snake Pass, Rob. Yes. Yes, I just started it today. Uh, yeah, that is the new uh, platformer with David Wise music. I think that's all you need to really say to mm-hmm. get people's ears uh, uh, perked. Yep. Um, I've been interested in this game because the gameplay looks interesting because you play as a snake. Rob, take it away. How is it? How does it play? Is it fun? I,
1: I haven't played too much of it. I played the first like two levels of it, which are basically th- the tutorial levels. They're kind of short, but it's just everything you want out of a game with David Wise music. Happy. Like, I wanted I wanted a, a nice, happy game. Sort of a platformer. It's not really a platformer because you're a snake and you don't jump. Yeah. But you climb things. Like, you slither around and you actually have to swing back and forth. You can't just move forward because you're a snake and that doesn't work. So you have to slither back and forth and then you have to, like, climb around, like, all these bamboo sticks and find ways to climb up things. And in every level, there's a ton of little, like, blue, glowy things to pick up. There's a bunch of those. There's three... Orb things to pick up to get to the next level. And then there's like, there's five coins. And the coins are like the biggest challenge of every level where you have to like climb out on these things. Half the time they're like, they have a fall beneath them that will kill you. Mm -hmm. And not only do you have to climb out there and get the coin, but you have to make it back alive and get to a checkpoint or you don't get it. So if you hit it, because otherwise you could just jump off a high point and get it, you actually have to make your way back after getting it. And so like, the game's just like the snake itself. Uh what's his name? It's some kind of snake pun. I know it is.
0: <laughs> I'm going to look it up because <laughs> Yeah, I want to know. I want to know. <laughs> because
1: it. I know it's something
0: It's important oh, I'm just... information.
1: I looked up snake pun instead it's, of snake pass? It's for a second.
0: vital. It's vital to the whole operation that we know his name. That's not sarcasm, I mean it. No. I need to know. Is it Slitherman? No. Slytherin? <laughs> Is it uh, <laughs> Slither? Is it, is it slippery snake? Is it tonguey? Is it tongue-y. No bones. Is it uh? Sca- on, it should be. Is it, it should be on the Wikipedia? Is it uh? Pay- is it scale? Is it uh? Is it uh? uh slippery Sam. Um. Slyther- I can't... Slytherin, uh, Slytherin. Steven? Stephen. Uh, Hold on! I can't! I can't find. It. Slapping Stephanie. Um, slippy, uh, slippy, uh, slippy Sergio. Um, uh, uh Sandy, uh, Sandy Jesus Summerford. Christ. Um, is it, uh, uh, Saucy Ste uh, Saucy, uh, how many S names are left? <laughs> saucy, uh, Saucy Sanford. Um, did you find the name? <laughs> no, this page isn't
1: loading. I have no idea what it is. Oh, um, I'm, I'm probably overselling it.
0: Oh god, it's Let's probably see like it. Slink or something. It, it is. Uh, I can't find it now. Wow, it, the, the name is really like nowhere. I look, I googled it myself and like, yeah. uh, like it noodle, you, noodle, I, noodle, there it noodle. Is. noodle. Okay, so good job, really baby. It's sort of snake. He's a noodle. Too. He look, He's he's slender like yeah. a noodle, but like just look at this snake's
1: face. He's so happy.
0: He's so happy to be a snake.
1: He's the happiest snake. Like, <laughs> not a lot of people like snakes, but no one hates this snake, I guarantee it. And he's got a little hummingbird friend that can pick up his tail, ah. if you need. Which is, it's cute, and it's also useful. And it's like, I put a screenshot up on Twitter, and it's just them looking at each other. and It's just adorable. The game's so colorful. The characters look fun. It's got some vague story. That's mm-hmm. not really important to the game, though. That's not what it's about. As much as just running around, slinking around things, and picking stuff up, and with with great David Weiss music to accompany it, it's just fun to sit down and play. Awesome. And I think it's
0: definitely something that'll be fun to sit down and play
1: with other people because it's tough. not only is it frustrating to play, but it's frustrating to watch. I guarantee.
0: How um yeah, I was watching uh like a little let's it's play of it. It's like basically basically two controls. Yeah, that's what I was wondering about.
1: Uh, you hold down. Uh, I have it on the Switch, but the controls, I'm sure, are the same mm-hmm. on everything. You hold down the right trigger
0: uh, uh, to move
1: forward, and, you wanna, you, and you're going to use the left stick to slink around. So when you're climbing things, you have to move the stick around the right way, and you, you kind of just tap to move forward, or you move too far. And you got to like wrap yourself around things. And if you hold A, or uh, I guess that would be Circle on PlayStation, um, he lifts his head up so you can climb around things, and you just constantly have to wrap yourself around everything and you really got to learn to play that way or else you're just going to fall off of everything you try to climb. Yeah. Like the first tip I saw when I booted up the game is think like a snake. <laughs> you, really, you really have to do that in a context of knowing how to wrap around things so as you continue to climb you're not going to fall right off mm-hmm. and lose that progress. And yeah, even though I haven't played too much of it, I think it's very enjoyable. It's a fun little game. It's only 20 bucks. Oh, nice. Nice. Uh, so I recommend it for sure from what I've, what I've played so far. I don't nice, know how long... Uh... I, I've heard there's not too many levels, but again, it's twenty bucks.
0: Yeah, I think I was reading like, to, to if get... you need
1: some more of that David Weiss ukulele's out soon.
0: Yes. Um yeah, it's it's uh it's a time where two really colorful, like platformer type games are coming out one after another. Um
1: platformer collectathon types. And, yeah. Uh
0: it's been an interesting fate for ukulele uh hitting its reviews. Um mm-hmm. But, uh, I, I mean, I, I think if you enjoy that type of thing, you'll still like it. But uh, it's nice that maybe if, if you're not a fan of ukulele, then, I mean, Snake Pass exists. So that's that's cool. That's good. Uh, um, I was watching somebody play, and they were trying to wrap around this pole to get this, like, gem thing that was, like, floating in the air. And it was, uh, was kind of funny. It was Nick, Nick Scarapino trying to do it. And it was the most painful wow. thing I've ever watched in my life. Um because he yeah. <laughs> he had to like go up and like there's little like spokes that stick out of this pole and he had to like mm-hmm. wrap around that I and mean, then like slowly work his way around but keep wrapping himself around each spoke kind of so that he's stolid and, yep. and like fifteen minutes went by he made no progress. <laughs> I was like, Oh man it can and, definitely
1: be a frustrating it's not absolutely not a game for everybody. And
0: they were playing it with the dev sitting right there watching, so like <laughs> <laughs> looking at the developer's face, like, dude you suck. <laughs> like come
1: on. Like it's uh, a game that a lot of people will get frustrated with and not be able to play for sure. But I like it. That's cool. No, I, uh, yeah. I, 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 just curious. This, or, um, Sumo Digital has an interesting record of games. The, the
0: developer of Snake Pass. Yeah.
1: Oh wait, hold on. What am I looking at here? Sumo. Oh, are they a publisher too? No, they... game development. Yeah. Where... Games developed include Outrun Two. What the hell? Uh, Driver seventy six. Virtua Tennis, a lot of weird small games like that, but also they developed a bunch. They've a bunch of phone games, and then they developed Forza Horizon Two. What? Just, just, just
0: two. Oh, it, it looks like they did the 360 did, port oh, okay. for okay. So uh... they did the
1: ports. That's interesting.
0: I mean, they probably um, helped on some because I know Horizon is. What fucking studio is that? right
1: here, Forza Horizon Three for Xbox One. They're the developer. Huh. I did not know that.
0: Interesting. And
1: they're also the developers of Crackdown 3 and Dead Island 2, two games which are in limbo right now.
0: Weird. I wonder, are they the full developers on those games, or are they, like, one of the studios? I'm not
1: 100% sure. I know help. Snake Pass started as, like, a game jam thing. Yeah. So it might just be a small dev team as part of a bigger deal. Yeah, might be. But might be. um, let me, let me click on Forza Horizon here and see what it says for developer. Developers' playground games, yeah. So they just do part of it.
0: Cool, cool.
1: Because yeah, that did. I was like, I don't remember seeing Sumo Digital yeah, on Orza. Game
0: Game Dev is interesting. Uh, yeah, because like it's a very interesting a lot game. of studios get their hands in bigger games, and like they might not ever get the the nod for it on the box or like in the game. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, they're one of they're one of three on Crackdown. I'm looking here. Sumo Digital has 270 employees. That's a lot. Um, that is. They they don't seem like they're just some small like 10 man team making snake games. Um, that's cool. <laughs> uh, it's cool that they uh, got to make their own their own game, uh, yeah, on their own. Uh, and I think it's doing Fair. relatively well critically. I think Snake Pass. I haven't looked. Um... Uh-huh, let's see. But I mean, regardless at this point, you've already played it, so it's good. So. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I trust. Keep... I trust um, you.
1: Critical reception is not on Wikipedia.
0: Well damn. Well damn. Anything else you've been playing, up? Any other... Uh, videos? Uh, I got back
1: and into videos? Destiny. Uh,
0: nice. Once I finally wrapped up another big game,
1: I Andromeda, and decided that I needed to fill a void with a game that takes up a lot of time. And you Destiny is that more, game. Yeah.
0: And more space. Like like more actual space, actual yes. space always, not space on your space. console. And yeah. man,
1: <clears throat> that game treated me real well my first night back in. Yeah, I... Saw your. I, saw I sent you a message. Yeah, yeah I, I got in, First two days since I got back into it, I've gotten like five exotics. I've gotten my light level up like twenty levels. Oh, there's a voice coming for this page. Let me stop that. Um, and I'm working on that book. You got that ah, for the yeah. for, for the people that don't know? Yeah, it's it's a it's a record book. Uh, for your accomplishments in Destiny, if you get enough of it done, they let you. Pay real money for a shirt. <laughs> oh, you have to pay? Uh, you have to pay for the year two one, so I assume you have to pay for this one.
0: Oh, I thought it was a free shirt. <laughs> I mean, they'd be giving out, they would be giving out a
1: lot of free shirts. I just don't think that's Yeah, it's uh, not plausible. Possible. Uh, sure. But I want that fucking shirt. Yeah, yeah it's a, it's a still, cool souvenir. Like, only the people that complete enough of this stuff can own that shirt. It's the only way to get
0: it. Yeah. So I need to have it. <laughs> I'd like to get back in there and, and do that as well um just mm-hmm. as a nice send off to destiny because that's what this patch that, is and
1: and they released they released the the what's it called age of triumph age i couldn't remember age age of triumph yeah update recently which brings in a whole new gear mm-hmm. brings in all brings the raids back to uh 390 light level actually which is higher than i am right now still <laughs> so i'm like i'm like playing the game to ready myself for raids again for the for the first time in a while, even though we, me and you actually never did the last raid. Yeah,
0: we didn't do After the Machine. We gotta get on that or
1: the second raid. We've done two of four raids.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Which are honestly the
1: raids are the best content in Destiny.
0: Yeah, King's Fall is one of the best pieces of co op content I've ever played mm-hmm. in my life. Period. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: And so I'm excited to get back into that. I haven't played the Vault of Glass in years.
0: Yeah. And now I only did I only did Vault to of Glass once. The, uh,
1: I get to deal with the elitist community of Destiny, <laughs> as we talked all, about last. Week.
0: All the people who are Vault of Glass experts uh, coming at you for not knowing Vault of Glass. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I'm sure and lots you know of it's people have it. worse? Because
1: Vault of Glass has been around so long, you should know it. Yep, that's exactly what's <laughs> going to happen. But like the truth is, I haven't played it in a long yeah. last time. I'm sure that I barely. And I barely knew what I was doing when I played.
0: This. I'm sure there are a lot of people who got into Destiny with Taken King that have never Absol- played Fault exactly. Glass. So yeah, I think you're going to run into some people who are, um, either haven't done it or are also a little loopy and don't remember either, just like us. Um, exactly. So it'll work out. There's so many people who you play. You're bound to find one guy. But it's just the assholes typically drown out the, the uh, cool people like us. <laughs> so cool. Yeah, I've, I've,
1: I've been enjoying it again. I, when I first got back into Crucible, the uh, PvP and Destiny, I just got destroyed. Mm-hmm. But I'm finally, I'm finally getting back into the swing of things. Yeah. Uh, earlier today, I did Rumble Supremacy, which is a free-for-all... Uh... What's it called in Call of Duty, that game mode? Have to uh, pick
0: oh, uh, Kill Confirmed. Kill Confirmed, yeah. I think more people
1: would probably uh, recognize what that yeah. is. And uh, earlier today, I did one of those, and I came up. Uh, first place like by like 10, nice. 10, 10 15 crests above everybody else. It was like a really great game.
0: King Rob.
1: Yeah. And I was I was actually working on um some quests too. So it wasn't even my main focus to win. I was mainly getting like grenade kills. In so any, it was even more satisfying.
0: In any video game, that's when you do your best. Yeah, when you're not trying when to win. When you're not your best, trying yeah. to win. When you're either like focusing on something else or just bullshitting with friends, like on a microphone, mm-hmm. and you're not like you're just playing the game through muscle memory and just sheer <laughs> yeah. distraction that you become a golden god. Mm-hmm. Well, like when we when we all get on Overwatch, that's when I play. my yeah. When uh, yeah, we have a group of three or four, and we're just when talking, and making jokes. Out. Same with Battlefield. Like when we were playing Battlefield yeah. that night, like I'm just getting like 40 kills. And I'm not even paying attention. I'm just playing it. Mm-hmm. Know, it's, that's the best. That's the best time to 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 perform at your best level. Um so yeah, that those are always good. That's um I gotta get on there. I gotta get on Destiny. I gotta I gotta I'm all patched up. I'm all good to go. I just gotta play it. Uh, mm-hmm. There's just a lot. There's a lot lot to play. Mm-hmm. But had new strikes I, got a, I don't think so. They might have updated some? That's enough for me. With the with uh, the patch that ends the game.
1: I was actually absolutely they definitely updated uh I told you about it the other day. What's her name? It was one of the ones from Crota's, or from oh, uh, the Hive expansion. Golgoroth. Uh, yeah. No, that's the, that's the, no, that's oh, that's the, ogre. the big
0: ogre. Um, they already updated sh- Omnigul? Omnigul. Uh, they had yeah. updated the
1: Omnigul straight, because I noticed at first like, the dialogue was new. Oh. I was like, oh. I've never heard this before. Um, And then I realized once you get to Omnigul, the fight actually goes a little differently instead yeah. of, like, she just stands there with two other fucking wizards, and they spam the hell out of you. And then ads come in. Now she stands there, but she's mostly alone. Mm-hmm. And then she kind of disappears and waves a bad spawn. <laughs> and I think it's a much it's a much better balance this way. Cool, especially when you have a warlock like an arc warlock who just kills the ads yeah. with their super. Nice. Uh, it's much more fun now. I like it a lot better.
0: So, so now Destiny, like as a game, Destiny One, has reached its finale. Like. Age of Triumph is, like, the final cap. Like, this is it. This is Destiny. This is the end of Destiny, presumably. I assume. Yeah. Uh, new game comes out in five months. Um, yeah,
1: I'm pretty sure it's this
0: is the final update. I mean, it has a cutscene when
1: you start the game up.
0: Cool. And everything. It's cool. That's cool. Destiny has reached its end. Um, I wonder if they will... Because uh, we know that in Destiny 2, the tower gets destroyed and the last city is under attack and all that stuff. I wonder if they, I mean, I assume they can't disable Destiny 1 for the people who don't buy Destiny 2 and maybe still want to play. Um, mm-hmm. Can't just make a whole game useless. But I wonder if they will, like, do anything, like, like in Destiny 1 to, like, bring on that attack. Like, if they will mention it oh, or yeah, yeah. show it or, you know.
1: They've shown that they could do that uh for Destiny's own expansions. Yeah. Uh prior to expansion 1, the one with Crota's end, um they had a bunch of hive spawn like oh, in yeah. the cosmos huh? with like sword with swords and stuff. Like they, you know, they kind of simulated the invasion there. There's definitely uh references to things that are going to happen in Destiny 2, like from the launch trailer about that guy attacking. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I like I got an artifact today, which is just one of the items that you use to keep your light level up, basically, and it referenced that. Cool. I Actually, don't know if there's anything beyond random. Like, yeah, it'll, it'll probably, just, it'll probably just be that. Yeah. As this... far as the game getting its own uh, thing, I, it's hard to tell because Destiny Two is a full new game. Yeah. Has yeah. nothing to do with the original Destiny as far as uh, being on the same disc and everything. Mm-hmm.
0: Be fun. It'll be cool. I, mean, I guess i will have to
1: see because they—they're they, definitely. I mean, they have the pre—you can pre-order Destiny Two from the Destiny Galaxy <laughs> right now. So they're clearly, you know, they're trying to push it.
0: That's funny. <laughs> hey, before you go into Crucible, how about clicking this? Uh, get on in here. Uh, that's cool. That's good to hear. It's good to hear that bit's good. I, I do plan on playing it with you um, soon. Um, mm-hmm. It's just a matter. And the of, the, uh, the new
1: raids do have uh, challenges too. Oh, nice, nice. Like like the optional ones in King's Fall, where it's like, defeat Oryx in this specific way. That's cool. And you get, you get you got extra loot for doing the challenge, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so now there's, there's, there's challenges for, like, every every week, uh, there's a featured weekly raid. So this week is <clears throat> the Vault of Glass, and so there's a challenge for the Templar and a challenge for Atheon. And I don't know what the challenges are, because mm-hmm. I barely know how to fight the Templar and Atheon normally. <laughs> but, um... Cool. Yeah, that's exciting. I mean, once I learned the challenge World or that's just how I thought works.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's and just so much better that way. It turned out to the... be the better strategy too, yeah, for sure. Um that's good for people who who like, you know, or or maybe like, Oh, I did vault of glass way back when I don't need to do it again. But it's like, oh, there's challenges and stuff and, and you know, I'm sure that there's some things that they've touched up a little bit in Vault of Glass. I don't know for certain. Do you know for certain if they've done anything different in them or um Um
1: I I do not know for certain. They updated what Three of Coins works on.
0: Oh! Uh,
1: Added the challenge modes. They added a new uh, consumable. Kind of like the... What are the ones you use in King's Fall? Moldering Shards. Moldering Shards. Yeah, they added Knuckles of AO by completing a featured raid's opening encounter once per week per account. Oh, you receive them for doing that. And then use them to defeat a raid boss in the weekly feature to receive extra rewards. Cool. Uh, consumable stack to a maximum of five, so it's not going to be quite like moldering
0: shards. Yeah, I guess
1: it just uses one. But so you got your options for extra loot and everything, and they added totally new raid gear.
0: Oh, nice! That's cool. Um, because I know
1: the raid gear, the original raid gear was, if it is still in there, it definitely needed to be updated. Yeah, because it was like the Vex Mythic class was overpowered, still is, because I died to it a
0: lot. <laughs>
1: that doesn't mean it's overpowered, obviously. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Means it's still good. Um that's good to hear. I never got to use the Vex because I didn't do that. Yeah, like, I, I did didn't play I did that Vault of
1: Glass. Like I did Vault of Glass maybe four or five times and I managed to get like three pieces of gear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the drop rates were not so good back in the day.
0: Sounds about right.
1: <laughs> back when back when uh Rahul could give you a rare for your legendary Whew,
0: Those are dark days, man. Mm-hmm. Those are dark days. Um I still don't trust Rahul. I wonder if Destiny 2 um <clears throat> uh is going to go down a path that is kind of similar to what ended up happening to WoW and what ended up happening to Diablo 3 and that uh <clears throat> I mean I guess it sort of already did in a way with like the different roles you can get on armor and guns like that's the perks are different. Um whereas like even though your light level is a certain amount like it's capped or whatever you're not reaching your max potential because you can always get a better piece of gear with better stats that allow you to build differently. I wonder if they're going mm-hmm. to like make it so that you can kind of always be getting something, even if you have the best stuff. Uh, the the yeah. division, the division does that with, with different um, stat roles and stuff. Like even if you're in all high end stuff, you can always be getting better stuff. Like there's always a reason to be playing. Even if you'd feel like you've done everything or you've gotten all the gear yeah. you want, like, you know, like, like mentally, oh, I'm done, you know, <laughs> with Destiny because I got this or that. Like, no, in Destiny 2, I can keep going and like get hard, beat harder and harder stuff and get more. I wonder if they'll have an endless mm-hmm. type, um, like greater rifts or the underground right. or something like That'd that. That'd be cool. I'd Destiny. like, I'd
1: like something like that because mainly you just grind the same stuff in Destiny
0: anyway. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're just doing the same strikes over and over again. So, like, an endless thing would be cool. Mm-hmm. That'd be really cool, actually. I uh, like... I They did add a I couple
1: Zer like now sales, uh, sales. Are he sells uh, exotic weapon bundles now. It's huh? like 30 oh. strange coins and 25 oh. silver dust. You get the exotic weapon plus a skin for it. A and it tells you what pack. the pack. It tells you what the skin is before you buy it too, which is very nice. That's really cool. Maybe one of these weeks I can finally get my gold Monte Carlo. I'll pay for a new Monte Carlo.
0: Did you ever get a Zalo Supercell yet, Rep? No,
1: not yet. Huh. I wasn't playing. I was not playing the game the weeks that Zer was selling it.
0: So Damn. I still haven't gotten it. And he's not
1: selling it this week. Oh, well, he's gone now. At the time of recording, but uh, um, but it's nice to have that. Uh, they also added whoever
0: I think you're, I think you're, the, oh, there you
1: go, oh, there you go. Okay, to the, to the vendors, they added uh, you can buy these things for silver dust, which is basically armor and stuff mm-hmm. from year one and year two, but they're legendary, so they're infusible up to oh, ah, very cool. If you like, to, you know, so if you like the old looks, now it's random what you're going to get, but it's it's cool to be able to buy them. Nice.
0: Very nice. All this sounds really good. Um, I haven't booted the game up yet since the patch yeah. came out, so this and this, they added they added all a new good.
1: treasures thing. They've been doing the treasures since was it dawning? No, they did it since
0: um before. I don't that, think
1: the treasures uh, launched on Taken king, did they? No, no. Radiant treasures, no,
0: radiant treasures came out after the silver shop. Was April introduced. update. Uh, April yeah, update. April update.
1: And yeah, they've been doing a variation of that every season. So they have a new variation now. You can get three per week, or yeah, three free ones per week. You can buy them with real money, of course. Cool, and uh, so that's always a good thing. And uh, you know, my first few, I opened up, I got some good gear. I got an emote actually. I forgot you can get emotes out of them. What's cool because I'm never going to spend money on emotes, but it's nice to be able to get them for free.
0: Yeah, for sure, for sure. Because yeah, I I wouldn't pay for that kind of stuff. Um, it's nice getting cash shop stuff from a box for free. Like I think every game with cosmetics could use that kind of system. Uh, with paid cosmetics, mm-hmm. uh, could use a system yes. where yeah, yeah. Where, you're, where you're getting. You're getting... They're throwing you a bone every now and again, you know? Like, you know, I i have a... I'm very against key systems in games, like Rocket League has them, and Counter-Strike yeah. has them, and Killing Floor has them, and... Throw me a bone every once in a while, you know. Like, let me like get one for free, like maybe once a week or something. Like, just get, yeah, let me do yeah. something, you know. Like, you'll still get your money from the people who want to open eighteen crates at a time. But like for me, who's never going to spend a dime, throw me a fucking bone, please. Like, come on. You don't got to give me a lot. Just like let me feel special, uh, without having to drop five dollars. Uh, but uh, yeah, but yeah. No, Neverwinter.
1: When we played Neverwinter on PS4, that was my first experience with that because I don't play a lot of MMOs. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. I was
1: like, oh, I got a chest. Cool. Oh, I need a key? Where do I get the key? And you're just like, oh, no, you got to
0: pay for the key. Yeah, Destiny uh, <laughs> or or uh, Neverwinter is one of the only free MMOs that – well, I'm sure other ones have it, but like playing stuff like Final Fantasy and ESO, they don't – ESO has a mystery box, but you actually have to buy the box. You don't buy a key. If you want to – Yeah, that's, that's yeah. fine. And it? the boxes just contain random stuff from the cash-up. So like you can – if you want a certain item from the box, you can go and pay a little more and get that item – uh, from the shop or if oh. like the boxes are a little cheaper like oh i could potentially get this really expensive mount from the box let me gamble that so they end up making more money on the boxes because i'm sure the rates are really low so mm-hmm. um like oh but but it's only five dollars <throat> instead of 20 i can get this mount 17 boxes later so i'll have it now if you just bought the mount it'll save a lot of money but bucko um <laughs> yeah mystery boxes but yeah I'm, I'm glad that you can get that anyway as, as an aside um it's nice to be able to get stuff from like the treasures that you'd only be able to get with silver yeah. typically um and you know what i'm excited about this month what mario kart 8 yes you finally get to own my game of the year that year mario kart 8 was my game of the year official i did not know that but uh, i can yeah. believe it i've played it i've had friends that had a wii u and
1: i've had a chance to play it and it's mm. it's one of my favorite mario kart games out there I got, it's just
0: a joy to play that I, game. I got so much mileage out of that game. No fucking driving pun intended, but it is now. <laughs> uh, I got so much mileage yeah. out of that game, both online multiplayer. It was really smooth. Mm-hmm. Uh, the DLC was great. The fucking visuals and the frame rate and the res. That game was Yep. Per- except for the battle mode, perfect. I don't talk about that battle but, mode.
1: Now, with Mario Kart 8 on the Switch, not only do we get Dry Bones and King Boo, the best characters in Mario Kart, <laughs> Hands down. That was my biggest disappointment apart from Battle. I didn't get to play as Dry Bones or King Boo. Mm -hmm. So now I get Dry Bones, King Boo. I also get Link because the DLC is included. You get the... What are they called? Inklets? Squidlets? Inklings. (laughs) Inklings. I was close enough. Squidlets. Squidlets. You get the Inklings, which is cool. Um... And a real battle mode, like they actually added battle mode mm-hmm. maps instead of just battle mode being yes. on driving maps, which was just dumb. Thank you. And you Nintendo. know, I don't. I I still think it should be a free update for the Wii U Mario Kart.
0: Yeah, that'd be nice. Throw them a but I don't
1: have a Wii U, so I'm gladly going to buy eight for yeah, my Switch. Absolutely, that's the Joy-Con. It. Is two controllers.
0: Ah, yeah, split screen Mario Kart. With the Joy-Con. And once once
1: it. you get once once you get a Switch, we can do some full four player games. Perfect. Yeah, that'd, that'd, that'd I'm not awesome. dropping. I'm not dropping 70 bucks on a Joy-Con
0: no, just no. for Mario Kart. Nobody that's should. The be only, doing
1: that's the only. That's the only game I'd use it for. I don't need an extra control.
0: Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, that's exciting. Uh, Mario Kart 8 is fantastic. It, it's it's has some of the the music's incredible. The DLC stages are great. The main stages are great. The is some of the best Mario Kart has. Like that's mm-hmm. that's a great thing. Even for, like I would buy that in a harpy Even if I was still playing Mario Kart 8 on my Wii U, just because. They deserve it for that game because it's one of their better games they put out. Like that's mm-hmm. such a perfect game. I, I love Mario Kart Eight. Um, yeah, the online multiplayer is surprisingly smooth in that game too. Every now and then you'll get a little rubber banding. Like if you're playing with a guy in Australia, you know he might like shoot past you, and then for a sec- all of a sudden he's behind you. You're like, what? Um, <laughs> yeah, but, I've seen a bit of that. But other than that, like you know, pretty smooth, honestly. So that's that's exciting. I'm looking forward to playing that again uh, with you. Um, it's yeah, be absolutely. It's gonna be fun, man. Um, anything else you've been playing um or is that it? Um, those are the main ones. cool uh, I started up headlander oh yeah, yeah, that's no, that uh, uh, double fine game. It,
1: but it's, it's, yeah, it's a fun little unique kind of game. It's a very double fine game. I definitely look forward to playing the rest of it. I also started up Tearaway which also fun, very unique game that I look forward to finishing. I just wasn't feeling either of
0: them at the moment. Cool. Well, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, you got those colorful games, and you've got Snake Pass. So mm-hmm. overload on the cutesy, uh, artsy platformers. Uh, yeah. Thing. But uh, but well, cool, cool. I uh, I finally finished Jakku's Zero. Good job, yeah, baby. Uh, finally. Uh, I I don't mean finally as in like, damn, that game was too long, and I couldn't wait to be done with it. I mean, as in like, I could finally like. Look at that game and, uh, you know, say that I've beaten it and say that uh, it's probably, uh, you know, I think about it and I think about how there's so many games coming out this year and I and I think about how, like you know, Red Dead 2 is slated for this year, Destiny 2 is slated for this year, I'm in the middle of Persona 5, you know, I played Horizon, I still have to play Nier, you know, I still have Gravity Rush 2 to play, I'm still going to be buying a Switch and Zelda, you know, like all these, like, this, for, wow, saying all that just is overwhelming, but... Uh I I think with certainty I think as I look at my Twitter banner right now and I see Kazuma <laughs> and Goro Majima standing there smoking their cigarettes I think about all the experiences that I've had and I'm not being hyperbolic cuz I just beat this game and because I really want to convince people to play it but I'm saying it cuz like I really honestly mean it that like in terms of we 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 play a lot of games we play a lot of games with good stories we play a lot of games mm-hmm. that excel at narrative a lot of games that excel at their their at, at the slate of content that they give you and they give you variety and and they give you a complete experience like in terms of like the way that they pace their story and the way that Sega writes these Yakuza games and the way the localization team embraces that and and translates it like to a to an amazing degree for the American audience that that retains the zaniness that that f- the script is so well written um, I can't speak to the Japanese script I only speak to the localized script because obviously I don't read the Japanese. But like, mm-hmm. but, like, I can only attribute it to the writing of both the localization team and the writers of the story themselves that this whole thing is coalesces into this, like, just some of the best storytelling in the medium by far. And I think Yakuza gets relegated to that. Like, oh, that's one of those zany Japanese games that, you know, you like, hire a chicken to work. At. Now, no, it's not doing yourself any favors by doing that, by, by allowing you to hire a chicken <laughs> uh, to work at your real estate agency. Like, that's part of the Yakuza charm. And it has built its reputation on its, its goofy side content and all of that. And, like... Mm-hmm. And I think it gets relegated to that um, side of the fence for people who maybe don't know anything about Yakuza or like you know aren't hardcore fans of the series who who know what this what these games pull off so well and that like the storyline in Yakuza Zero what I played through from beginning to end the main story chapters in that game are without a without a doubt no hyperbole no hyperbole no like fanboyism I've only beaten two and a half Yakuza games I'm not some lifelong I believe Yakuza guy. Uh, this game is one of the best, if not like the best presented story I've ever played through in a video game, and I would hundred percent stand by that statement. Wow. One hundred thousand fifty billion thousand percent stand by that statement, and I if 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 one is not uh, down with. With the goofy Japanese stuff, you could totally never take part in any of it if you don't want to. If you don't want to hire a chicken, if you don't want to have phone sex, if you don't want to watch girls wrestle, if you don't want to, um, you know, run a hostess club, you know, all that stuff is presented to you and it's offered to you. And uh, every now and then you have to like at least look at it uh, as part of the story or as part of um, something that you're doing to progress uh, a character moment. But you never have to really divulge in them if you don't want to, or you know, so like. If you just want a really great crime story that is told so excellently in both its acting, its facial animations, the writing, the comedy within the story, because there is still levity in it. it, you know, they they do a good job balancing the seriousness of the story with the zaniness of the side content. Um, but there is still levity in the in the in the story as well. But like this, the way everything comes together and the way that these two protagonists cross um, is one of the, one of the most exciting stories I've played. Like, you know, you get to know. The, Kazuma and Goromajima are two ca- characters who are like two of the staples in the Yakuza series. Kazuma is <laughs> who you typically play as. Goromajima is your rival throughout everything. He's like your like not your arch nemesis, but he's always that fucking that like nagging thing that's always there. He's he's a lunatic. <laughs> um. So and and knowing how he was in when I played Yakuza Three, and knowing how he was in a little bit, I played a four, and and seeing him in trailers for the remake, and just the way this character acts post Zero, getting to see his origins. And see why he became the way he became, and to see how these two men, how their lives intertwine, and just seeing this whole story come together—you uh, know, two entirely separate people and two entirely different dilemmas—how uh, their stories end up just mashing in the center and 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 setting off the events of Yakuza One through Six uh, is is so well done. I I just I, I can't honestly say enough how fulfilled I felt finishing that game like I I highly recommend playing it and and anybody on the fence if you want to wait for a sale that's fine too you could wait as long as you want as long as you play this game. I think it's the easiest one to get into if you've never played Yakuza, because it's a prequel, you don't have to know anything. Uh, you know, you can get rid of that notion of like, oh, I, I don't know what's going on. So it's perfect in that regard, and I think it's uh, at least for among the fans from what I've read, one of the more fan-favorite stories in the series too, so you're playing probably the best Yakuza game uh, as well. So you're getting a really great taste of that, and and the, the game stands on its own, too. Like, the ending isn't like, well, that's that's making me want to buy one or, like, that's making me, like, oh, I have to buy one now. Like, it's, not, it's marketing. Like, oh, no, it ends, it, you know, it has a great ending, and if you left it there, that's fine. So if you want to <laughs> buy Yakuza 0 as a standalone, you totally can. You're not going to want to. You're going to want to play the other ones <laughs> because of how great they are and and just the, the emotion and the hype and the music and the situations and these characters that, that you grow to love so much in, in this game. It, second to none like i don't I, i've said this before in a tweet i don't know if sega knows how good they are at making these games or if they just keep making yakuza <laughs> because they make them so often and they always sell and people like them and it's a safe bet for them that these games are always going to review well or if they really deep down know that some of their writers are some of the best in the industry and they don't get enough credit uh for that i think you know so uh sega is still making great games and at least in the yakuza series um if, if people aren't a big fan of the sonic releases recently or whatever the hell else they're doing uh um Valkyria spin-offs and whatnot this consistently uh Yakuza yeah, games deliver so th- th- I've finished that and and uh I'm sort going to go back for some of the side stuff because I am 60 hours in and my completion percentage is 37%. Um that's a lot of stuff to do still and uh yeah uh, but uh for now I'm going to retire it and there's so many games to play that I think I'm good on that for now but uh I highly recommend it whether you buy it on sale or you buy it at full price the game is is fantastic. uh one of my favorite games of the year and and with with saying that i like i mentioned earlier there's always other games coming out and i'm playing through games now that are really special that i think i can say with certainty that even if red dead redemption 2 is like mind-blowing me like out my window like i'm probably gonna pick yakuza just for the the feeling that i had playing it. i've I've never played anything that balances its system so well in my life uh so i recommend it highly uh, please play Yakuza Zero. I've made all of my social media accounts a billboard for Yakuza Zero since finishing <laughs> it. Um, besides that, I started Persona, um, and uh, um, that's been a lot of fun. Um, I uh, played a little bit of Persona Four. I got spoiled on the ending of that game, uh, so my interest in waiting through. I'm sure the character story is are fantastic, and I'm sure you know there's still reasons to play it, but the central mystery has been spoiled on me. So like playing through 100 hours of knowing that is like, well, every time these characters are talking about the killer, I know who it is, you know, like, oh, Mm -hmm. you like, oh, look at these dumb characters picking the wrong shit, you know? So yeah, that'd be, that'd be like, playing heavy rain while knowing yeah, that spoilers. Yeah, yeah, that totally ruins it. Yeah, that, that, That'd like... be
1: that, actually, that might be worse, but it's still bad.
0: <laughs> Especially yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, I don't want to say anything. Yeah, they, we can't say anything. I, I almost that, yeah. I, I almost just did it, dude.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, <but laughs> I like, mean uh, the game's pretty old but I still don't yeah, want to spoil it for Yeah,
0: it, I don't I don't want to do that. Um so because uh that's a good game. Yeah, I recommend Heavy Rain yeah. as well. Um great game. Totally play it. it's cheap now. It's on PS4. Uh I wonder
1: out. if we're gonna get another look at uh, Detroit the C three.
0: I hope so because uh, it was I,
1: absent last year, I hope we see it again this year. I
0: want more games from that guy more consistently. I know people rip on him regularly, but like I really mm-hmm. like Quantic Dream games, so um, yeah, I enjoy them. playing them. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, Persona I never beat four. There also had some cl- complaints in four that um, every now and then when I would would get back into it, it would kind of halt me in my tracks. Like I think the dungeon crawling in four. I burped in the microphone. I shouldn't have done that. Uh, I think the dungeon crawling. <laughs> I think the dungeon crawling in four is really. Um, not up to snuff. I mean, the game was a PS2 game, but it's not an excuse. I I think for certain design elements, I think the reason the dungeons and four, no, it is. I I don't think I know the reason dungeons and four weren't as hot uh, or that they were randomly generated corridors for the most part. You know, you're going down a hallway and the room, these rooms won't be in the same spot twice. So, you know, and because of that, the the dungeons literally are just hallways. You know, you're not going down any elaborate uh, staircases or through any turns or twists or you know bridges or any weird little designs that you might see in a handcrafted dungeon. We're not in four, so you know, tr- trudging through those got kind of boring. And and you know, just where's the stairway? Here's the stairway. I run up the steps. Oh, well, another hallway. You know, and kind of took me out of it a bit when, when it would come yeah. to that uh, aspect of it. But um, well, whether they did it intentionally or they were limited, whatever. I don't know um what the hardware situation was back then, but. Um, they made dungeons in Ocarina of Time just fine. So, you know, i don't, I don't you know just saying. Um, but Persona 5, the dungeons are all handcrafted. So um, that complaint is taken out the window, and the first dungeon that I have been trudging through has been a, a delight, uh, very fun to, to play through compared to the dungeons in Persona 4. Uh, the music is fantastic. I don't have much to say about Persona aside from that I'm five hours in, and uh, it's one of the most stylish games I've ever played in my life. Like, this is one of those games where you look at it and like the the dumbest little things that you would never expect would have an animation to it or a style or a thing mm. like is is a thing like every single frame of this game has like seemingly been touched by a hand or an artist or something? Like you know, like they went through and meticulously every single inch of your screen is something happening on it. Like it, it's yeah. The everything menus, I've seen yeah. from what little I'm allowed to see, yeah, <laughs> um, it's looked very especially especially the menus.
1: Yeah, they're uh, I'm really nice, and I mean that alone is a big reason I want to play the game. I know yeah. basically nothing about it, but that's enough for me, mm-hmm. honestly, because I know it's a good game and I know it looks amazing.
0: Yeah, that's enough. I'll the, buy it. The presentation <laughs> is 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 unbelievable and that translates right into the gameplay like somebody asked me like does the novelty of that wear off like you know but I, mean, I can't speak to how it feels 70 hours into the game but you know uh i can i can only speak to what i imagine my opinion would be after that much time and i would say no because a lot of that style and that presentation translates directly into the gameplay and it and it feed and mm-hmm. it provides a great feedback to the player when you're doing something or or going through a menu or pulling off a critical or doing an ambush attack or an all-out attack or use a potion or you get XP. Like getting all that stuff. And this goes for a lot of games, not not even just Persona where it's so overstylized in so many places. But like when, mm-hmm. a, when a game provides me with a really satisfying looking piece of visual feedback for doing something good. Then that never that novelty doesn't wear off no matter what like like, oh a big like in Destiny when you get a crit like you know or when you're using. Um, when I'm using a gun that has Firefly on it in Firefly, uh, in, in uh, Destiny. Yeah. Oh, especially and, Chris and Destiny yeah. because they
1: have like, each race has its own animation. Like a head pop yeah. thing, yeah. like And even even like, when you kill a Taken, they just like, yeah. suck back up into a portal. Satisfying every
0: time. Vi- visual feedback like that doesn't get old whether like, it looks like a novelty or not. So all of these things in Persona, mm-hmm. when I'm doing like, you know, an ambush attack or I'm getting XP or I'm leveling up or I'm unlocking a skill or, you know, I'm even just going into my menu and like, picking a, a quest. Like, everything has a really satisfying satisfying like visual pop to it that it is satisfying and it, and it translates right into the gameplay so none of that stuff will become a novelty at least I don't foresee it becoming one cuz like I I don't get sick of stuff like that like I'll get sick of gameplay mm-hmm. mechanics but stuff like that that feeds me happiness doesn't get old so that stuff is really important to the feeling of Persona 5 because they nailed that so hard that mm-hmm. certain things, like even if they seem boring, like are instantly just a joy because of the way that they present this game, and it goes right into with the with soundtrack and the voice acting, and um, the game's really intriguing so far story wise. There are some things I wouldn't mind not knowing, and um, in terms of spoilers, but I don't know anything specific, so I'm gonna try to go into my bunker with this one and, and try not mm-hmm. to get totally spoiled on this game. Yeah, I mean, uh, you got
1: from what I've heard, you got like a hundred hours ahead of you.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. Getting spoiled on the ending <laughs> of a 100 hour game, it's like, well. Yeah. I mean, one could say that like, well, you still got a hundred hours of other stuff besides the ending. But like, yeah, but like I- I've said this I had a tweet last night where, where uh Mrs. Well I saw Yeah. you had a whole thread. Oh yeah, <laughs> like ten tweets. Um and Mr. Well and my persona five talks we'll we'll talk about it more once Jose's back. 'cause he's been playing mm-hmm. the two and he's a big he's a bigger persona guy than I and I'd like to hear how he feels about it compared to four. Um is a lot of people will say that it's the journey, not the destination. And, like, that's all well and good to say. Like, oh, man, I had so much fun with my friends, you know? It's not as, like, like oh, I like the drive to there instead. But, like, in a story, we're not talking about going on an actual fucking drive to, like, Knoebels or something, you know? Like, oh, man, yeah. I love car rides. It's just as fun as getting there. But with the I story... Mean, it's, it's really both, though.
1: Yeah, it's both, because... Like, I don't, I don't like that phrase, because, like, when I beat Final Fantasy, the journey was probably the highlight of that game for me. Yeah. But the destination was still very important to the journey.
0: Yes, because the the journey involves not knowing the ending. Like Exactly. Like you're on this journey, and involved in that journey is the tension of not knowing what's going to happen next. Mm-hmm. And that makes the journey more rewarding when you're uncovering these pieces of the plot. When you know those pieces of the plot, a piece of that journey is taken away as well. You're still going on that journey, and you're still experiencing things, but there's a certain element that gets ripped apart when you... When you spoil the story, like you're not just spoiling the destination. I think you're taking pieces of components away from the journey too. So whenever people say that about games, they're just trying to make themselves feel better about getting spoiled. That's what's mm-hmm. happening.
1: And, you know, I don't know if I mentioned it, but when I did beat Final Fantasy 15, I kind of went full circle in the game. So I remember when we first talked about it, I said parts of it felt a little eh.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's yeah.
1: Not entirely true. Some of the side quests were a little boring. But like when I beat that game, I appreciated the beginning parts of that game so much more. For sure and after i beat it i went straight into the end game which is not something i expected to do and really enjoyed the
0: end game too for sure yeah that's getting the getting the full picture of a game like helps your perception of the whole thing as well yeah mm-hmm. like 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 seeing it all um as a as a piece as a whole this is final fantasy 15 this is what it is beginning to end this is what the game is like once yep. you're able to see the whole picture yeah you can appreciate things more when you have all all of those pieces put together um but yeah, uh, I don't have anything else I've really been playing besides getting back into Final Fantasy XIV, but like, I'm not going to bore anybody talking about how I could spend six hours in that game and not realize it. Like, well, <laughs> even before you know it, I'm an old man and I'm dead and I'm whatever. Um, with that said, uh, we are over an hour. Um, Got right. I I uh, am glad we were able to do this uh, and this, and it worked. I hope. I'm going to hit stop pretty soon and we're going to see what happens. Um, <laughs> if you're listening at home, it means it works. Uh, if you're uh if you're doing if you're at home right now and you're watching something else, uh, it means you're not hearing this, uh, which means it didn't work, uh, or you're just not listening to it yet. You know, you listen to it with maybe you, maybe you listen to this when you're eating your cream of wheat or, um, <laughs> when you're taking a bath and you're just not taking a bath yet, or you do both at the same time. Eat your cream of wheat while taking a bath. You know, whatever it is that you choose to do, while listening to the Mixed Pixel Podcast. We appreciate you. Uh, we're glad you're listening. Uh, listenership is actually up. Uh, those numbers are up. So if you're new to this, I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry. It, <laughs> I'm sorry. It, I'm sorry it took you so long. Um, to, uh, you can find us on Twitter at a mixed pixel on the Pinecast page. Now I have a little about us thing. where if you want to check out some bios down there, you can. Um, the 100 percent lay- true. The layout of that page is very strange, and that it only allows me to put that link to that on the bottom of the page. Don't understand. Uh, if anyone a podcast listening to this, could you help me out there a little bit? What's going on? Um, it's weird. Um, and, uh, yeah, you can, you can find me on Twitter at Peppered Ham. Uh, Rob, where you at? Where you at, buddy? Team Start Sniper. Cool. And you tweet us personally, or you could tweet at the show's Twitter. I don't log into the show's Twitter as often as I should. In fact, I need to go on there and, and post that we have a new episode, um, from last <laughs> week. From last uh, week. <laughs> so, so, um, uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, check us out on Twitter, check us out on Facebook, facebook.com, slash uh, let us know what you think if you're brand new, uh, share us with your friends, um, let us know what you think of the games we've talked about, if you've played the games we've talked about, if not, um uh, buy Yakuza 0, uh, <laughs> and, uh, play it, um, yeah. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody.